Be'ezes Hashem Yizbarer. We'll continue what we are learning. The Holy Letters of the Balatanya. Letter number 12. The Shir is L'schus Rufu Shalema Fahinda Bastabarachal. We are going very deep into this letter. That the act of charity is peace. And the inner dimension, the inner workings of compassion, meaning when the activity of charity is infused with an intelligence and an emotions of compassion, then the activity it's called service because you're not, you don't only have the avoida of tzedakah, you don't only have the maisa tzedakah, but you have the maisa, the activity that's filled with an inner dimension, an inner unity, an inner work. That inner work is a culmination of a person's entire being, his whole his whole persona, his whole energy, his whole soul is invested in that act. And that is a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. And that is the crux of the Perak of the Alter Rebbe, the, the idea. Now we can learn this idea superficially. We've spent an enormous amount of time going deep into this idea. And the reason we have done this is because in chapter 36 and chapter 37 in Tanya, where the Holy Balatanya lays out the purpose of the world, he says very specifically that the revelation of the Messianic era is broken up into two levels. There is the revelation of Yomoysa Mashiach, the days of Mashiach. And then there'll be the revelation of Trias Amesim, the resurrection of the dead. And the revelation of the days of Mashiach all of the activity of Jewish people throughout 6,000 years, all the activity of the Jewish people, any activity that brought unity in the world, unity between people and unity between God, which is the same unity, which is the idea of unity between people and the idea of unity of God is that there's no contradiction. When we make unity between each other, it's making unity with God. And when we make unity with God, we make unity between each other. Because the whole idea of this world is that the world was created from a void, from an emptiness. Because God, the way he was revealed in Matan Torah, did not allow for anyone to exist. That's why everyone died by that revelation. Many people say, if only... How should I believe in God? I wish I could see God. In a moment of tremendous revelation, 
A person ceases to exist. When a person experiences either an actual near-death experience where they almost die or the life flashes through them, these experiences are not even experiences that the regular person can handle. So an experience where somebody witnesses the source of all, when a person experiences that, either through hallucinogenic efforts or psychotropic or different types of ways where they go to a space that is so deep in this world. They cannot live in that space. That space is beyond our understanding. And the reason why Kriyas Yamsuf and Matan Torah the reason why the state of the world, the way before the world was even created, the reason why we don't have that state all the time is because that state doesn't allow for a person freedom of creativity. It doesn't allow for a person to be able to give to another. When a car is speeding at you, there's only one choice, to move out of the way. So to choose life in the most powerful way where you see the revelation of God in front of you all the time is not a life of free choice. It's not, you're not really free to choose. There's no confusion. It's only through tremendous confru- confusion that you're free to choose. It's only when you burst through the, the confusion. It's only when you think that you're your personality and you can break free from that and rise above your personality. It's only through tremendous darkness, through tremendous trauma of childhood, of growth, of immaturity, and becoming more and more mature, where you become a self-made man, but not a self-made man that you built your own company. But you become a self-made man as a damala elioy. That you discover the truth from within. You've harmonized the universe, your own universe, your own marriage, your own relationship with your parents, your own your relationship with your siblings, your own relationship. To harmonize every single day, to take all the good of the past, all the creativity of the past, all the newness, all the love, all the light all the beauty of the past, all the lessons learned from the past, and to paint a new future today, to paint a new, brand new life today. Because everything ends entirely yesterday and it starts entirely new today. But this tremendous confusion that we have in our life is what allows us the ability, the beauty of choice. And if we had the revelation of God in the world the way it was by Kriya Syamsaf all the time, then there'd be no choice at all. And in the Messianic era and in the time of Tiyasa Mesa, all of the culmination of all the choices that Jewish people made from deep within darkness, that Maisa Hatzidaka, all the activity, the good deeds that they've done, even those deeds were just done with a surrender of the soul. Tremendous 
unity that was accomplished through the Torah mitzvahs. Unity both in terms of internal battle, not to give in to temptation. Unity in terms of doing all forms of Torah mitzvahs. The actual activity alone, that revelation of a harmonious world will be revealed in the Messianic era. But then the Holy Balatanya says in chapter 36 and 37, ultimately speaking, the revelation of avoid the Satsadaka, of the avoid the Seinu Bismanagolos, but the deep, the deep moments in time, the moments in your life, your Yom Kippur moments, the moments when you actually see the whole past and the future based on this moment right now. What am I going to do right now? The moments in your life that represent the moments like Mayor Ancho Rothschild, like we talked about in the past, the moments of tremendous self-sacrifice. Like when he gave up his own money for the poor and then took the responsibility to blame as if he stole the money and made a major change. Tremendous inner surrender. Nobody knew about it at the time, but God knew and God was watching and he was paid back until the Messianic era. All his grandchildren, even if they didn't go on the Jewish path, but the compassion of God has no bounds. When you're in compassionate through avoidance at Sadaka, when you do, when you find moments in your life that the whole purpose of existence is for this moment alone and you tap into the nuclear energy, the atom bomb energy of shattering time and space. It doesn't matter if what's going on in the world needed that at that moment. It's true you could have continued your life as if nothing happened. But it's those moments in time. Many times a person says to himself, they did a tremendous, tremendous compassion to another person. And then they think they find out that the other person What they thought, who they thought they were helping turned out to be a con, a fraud. And they spent so much time later on measuring every good deed, thinking maybe they're going to be helping a fraud. Maybe they're going to be helping somebody. That's not true. But this is one of the greatest mistakes because the Holy Valshemta's father was tested. Do you know that the Holy Valshemta's father, he was a tremendous machnes oirach. He used to have tremendous guests on Shabbos. And he had, he gave them all love, humility, kindness, grace, unimaginable charm that he gave to all the people. And from heaven, they sent Eliyahu and dressed up as a beggar, but not just a regular person. Addressed him up as a non-religious, obnoxious guest. And this guest, guest came to the holy father of the Balshemtiv. In the middle of Shabbos, he was Machal Shabbos. And the holy Balshemtiv's father took him in, and the whole guests were looking at him. This is how you treat. You should throw out a Machal Shabbos. You should throw out somebody who desecrates the Shabbos, somebody who looks like that. And the man didn't make blessing before he ate. And the man did nothing that a religious Jew was supposed to do. 
But there was zero judgment from the Bashantis father. And he gave him the most tremendous amount of kindness, unconditional love that a father would give to a son and even more. Until Matzah Shabbos, until the next day. And then as he was wishing the guest farewell, as he was escorting him out, the man turns to him and tells him, I want you to know I am not a non-religious Jew. I am the Elio Anova who came to test you. And you withstood the test. You had zero judgment. You had real Avas Yisrael. This is the purpose of life. And this was a test. This was to generate your thing, to, to show you and to give you the merit, to allow you to be the, to merit the father of the man who's going to usher in the messianic era, the holy Bashemtif. And he blessed him with children. He didn't have children up until then. And he was given the gift of the Bashemtif. And in this majestic, magnificent story, we see the secret of Avoidus Hatzadaka. The inner dimension. Nobody knew about this. This was an internal test. The external world laughed on, looked at the, looked at the, the Baal father with scorn. This is how you treat somebody who's Mechal Shabbos. But inside the heart of his father, the Baal father was ablaze with compassion, with zero judgment, with love. And such a person, that moment in time, you think that moment wasn't real? It wasn't real externally because the man who was non-religious, the man who was non-religious was really the Eliyahu Anavi. He was not Mechoyer and Torah Mitzvahs. He was not Mechal Shabbos. But internally in Zivuk Pnimi, in the internal, what was going on in the internal moments, the Holy Bashantis Father, this nobody was aware of but God, the inner unity that was generated. That moment of time, the nuclear, the quality of that moment is unimaginable. It's never ending and it's everlasting. It merited the Baal Shem Tev. Just like the Baal Shem Tev in his previous Gilgal. Hundreds of years ago, 451 years ago or more, the holy Baal Shem Tev, who he was in his previous Gilgal, as we explained, that he did one moment, one deed of his life that he did on the moment of his birthday. And that moment was when he, when he just turned 13, we don't even know what it was, but that good deed, the quality of that moment is never ending and everlasting. And it's those moments in time that we are going to feed from, we are going to see, we are going to, we are going to live with all those moments in the ultimate revelation of the resurrection of the dead. The activities that were infused with such an enormous inner working of the soul, such an enormous measurement. Those feats, the feats of those people, the surrender of the soul, like we spoke about the story of Rav Gavriel Noisechain. The man who didn't have children for 25 years and lost all his money. And now his wife took her own precious jewelry and sold it because the Balatanya needed money for a pigeon shoe and needed money for some special tzedakah, some special charity. 
And how when he looked at those coins that were polished, because she polished those coins, looked up to God and said, the way I'm polishing these coins, please polish my mazel. And how the Holy Balatanya told him to switch his job and to become a diamond dealer. And how this changed the trajectory of his life. He became known as Rabbi Gavriel Noisechein. Even till today, the Chain family, the means to grace. Rabbi Gavriel had the name Grace. And he lived to 110 years old and his wife passed away a year after him. And they had children and grandchildren, even though he didn't have children for 25 years, even though his mazel was tough, even though people were fighting with him. Because with the tremendous suffering that he had in that story. But in one moment in time, avoided such a docker. It's a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. It's those moments in time, those moments when you're when you look at the world with such a tremendous nuclear energy that what I do now, not only is Elio and Avi before me, but how I react to my children now is the only moment I have. Like when you came to the Lubavitcher when you came to the great giants, there was only you and them. It was only this moment now, Yom Kippur, Ni'ilah, and even more. And what I do now is the purpose of my life. There's no time in the future that I will start to live. And in that space, there is no time, no time and space. And it's those moments that are going to be revealed fully. They're revealed never-endingly and everlastingly in our life. We, we yearn from their fruits. We eat from their fruits. But they are so beyond time and space. They are so magnificent. They are so similar to the moment of Parchenish Masan, to the closest revelation, to God being revealed in the world in a way that shatters all boundaries because it's such an explosion of the soul. You understand what it means? Your own, the core of who you are. The You say, where is God? The deepest core of who you are is one with God. And when you live your life, even one moment in time, 70, 80 years, but one moment in time to fully look at the person in front of you and be fully awake, fully present and to see the whole entire world like the Rambam says in Hilkas Tshuva. Everything up until this moment is equal, equally good, equally bad. And I will tip the scale, not only my own scale of my whole entire life, and the Rambam wakes a person up through Troifer and he tells a person, your life is, your life is lethargic. You're gonna, you're living Bahavle as man. You think there's never ending tomorrows. You're gonna live forever. So therefore you're gonna run after pettiness. How do you wake up? He says that live with Kia Shoifer all the time. Kia Shoifer is one time in a year. Or Choydeshalel wakes you up, Yom Kippur. But how do you live with Shoifer all the time? So he says the whole entire day, you have to imagine, you have to hear that call of the Shoifer. Who could live like that but the Holy Tzaddikim? But if we could live like that one moment, our whole life is worth it. The whole entire world is waiting for what I'm going to do at this moment. But we don't think of ourselves like that. So our soul, our Yisrael, our Rachamim, our compassion is trapped. Yes, there's activity of Tzedakah. It's wonderful. And we're going to live, we're going to see all the activity of the Jewish people for 6,000 years in the beginning of the Messianic era. But the revelation of Tchiyas Amesim, the revelation of the miraculous, the revelation of Tchiyas Yamsuf and Tchiyas Amesim all the time, the revelation of a building of 1.5 billion square feet hovering above Yerushalayim, 
the size of Yerushalayim, like the Marshal says, a building that will connect with the Beis Hamidrash Shlishi of down here. When we will see all the Batik Nasiyas and Batik Midrashas of all the history, of all of the whole entire world come together, when the world goes into a space beyond nature, a space that even the Rambam says, Al Yalal Daitchalalev, Al Yalalalev, I don't want to talk about it because that's not part of the Allah. The bitum in Hogish Loilom, the Tchiesa Mesim, Loyoda Odamashiyu Achiyu, we do not know what will be, it will be. Explains the Uri Balatanya, we do not know because it's dependent on our activity now. It's the moments in time that we live in a void of Satsdokr, where we push ourselves, many, many more times than the nature. That is those moments. And this is the awesome secret of this letter because the Lubavitcher Rebbe, from when he assumed the, the, the mantle of leadership, of course he also spoke about my Satsudaka, but his main call to action was avoid the Satsudaka. What he wanted from all of his Chassidim and what he wanted from everybody around him and the way he lived his life every moment was that every moment is the only moment he ever lived. And by the Lubavitcher Rebbe and Apashat, the Tuesday was a middle of Nihila. There was the seriousness. And when he gave a coin to Tzedakah every moment in his life, his, his pockets were full of coins. And every single physical deed that he did, he came out of a room, he went into a car, he went in anywhere. Everything he connected with Tzedakah his whole entire life. Because that was the all, like the Rambam says, it's not about how much you give, but it's about being in a state of compassion. Like the Holy Balatanya says in Simon Tazayin Egeres HaKodesh, Every moment of your life you need compassion from heaven, not to fall into sin, not to lose your life. Every moment. And how could you do that? Only through living a life of compassion. And how do you not get lethargic? Because if you live your life every moment that what I do now lives on forever, like Dovra Melech lived, we live with Tillim. Tillim's Dovra Melech's whole life. Those moments are never ending and they're everlasting. The Tillim goes on. David Melech Yisrael Chai Kayam. The whole Daviding is Davra Melech. Because his moments were avoid the Satsadaka. They were a never ending, everlasting moments. And it's that space, it's that idea to tap into that. People say, how can I be a God? How can I be a Tzadik? How can I be in that space? Everybody has spaces, times in their, mo- in their life that there's Ni'ila. But the idea is not during Ni'ila. It's to bring Ni'ila now. It's to look at your child now. Like the Holy Vashemtev said about the man who his wife threw down the Esther because he sold his tefillin that were worth who knows how much money to just buy an Esther and the wife ruined it. And at that moment, said the Vashemtev, that moment, instead of getting angry, he said, what a man like me doesn't deserve such a holy Esther. And the Holy Balshantev said that since the time of the test of Avraham Avinu, since the test of Avraham Avinu by Kedis Yitzchak, Hashem didn't have such an enjoyment of the surrendering of the soul, of holding back. Who knew about that other than the Balshantev? Nobody knew, but it was a void. There was a, a void. There was a tremendous compassion. He had all the reason to get upset at his wife, even internally, externally. But it was the inner transformation. It's those moments in time where life it's the only thing we have at that moment. And the choice that we make is so sober, so transformational, so never-ending and so everlasting. And it's those moments in the Torah 
the whole five books of Moses, the stories that we just learned about, there's so much more happened in history. But it's those moments of Rachel and Leah and Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov, those moments that are never ending and everlasting. Because these were moments of avoidance at Tzedakah. And it's in our life, our brush strokes that we make. When we tap into this, this idea, my Seinu avoid the Seinu, there wasn't a Lasicha from the Lubavitcher Rebbe that he didn't say these words, my Seinu and avoid the Seinu. Our activity, and then our activity that's infused with tremendous inner vitality, where we're all fully awake, where everybody around us is testing us now. Now is the moment of my life, not tomorrow. It's not coming a better moment tomorrow. And it's that moment that we unleash a never-ending everlasting. We unleash the Porcha Nishmasan. We unleash the moment of our Chuppah, the moment of our Ni'ilah, the moment of our Kris Yamsuf. We unleash that energy. And that's the energy we're going to live with in the Messianic era. And it's the gift that the Baal Shem Tev gave the world because Mashiach told them, that it is the revelation of this now, just like the Jewish people before they went out of Golis Mitzrayim. They had the revelation of Moshe Rabbeinu coming to tell them, Hashem told me you're going to listen. And it was that listening that ushered in the Kriyas Yamsuf, the unimaginable revelation of God. It's so too now in our final days of Golis that we have everything materially and even in a certain sense spiritually, the amount of books and the amount of knowledge. But it's the secrets of the awesome messianic era that's coming to live with that now. To make that choice now, to go beyond artificial intelligence and to create an intelligence, an emotional intelligence. A Lev Shemeya, like Shloim Amela said, all I want is to understand another person, to be sensitive to another person, to really put yourself in their shoes, to understand them with vitality, that the only thing that matters is them. And you're not here, they're not here for you, you're here for them. And to use your ego to serve them, to understand that and to choose that now. And to have the gift of knowing that. Abel Shemta's father didn't know he was tested by Leo and Ovi. But to know that now and to do it now, that's the most magical thing in the world.